Good morning. Hallelujah. Good morning to everyone that's on the line. This is Tarina, the finisher. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Good morning, Tarina, the finisher. God bless you. It's grateful, Deborah Evans. Happy Tuesday. Happy Drive for Tuesday, Deborah Evans. God bless you. You You too. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Anyone else just join the call and want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine and the Finisher. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else just join the call and want to say hey? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Chanted Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Sister Lisa, good morning to you. Happy Chanted Tuesday. Have hey, a great hey. day. You yeah. too. <laughs> good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Pretty Patrice, good morning Happy to you. Happy Drive Tuesday. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Happy Drive for Tuesday to you. God bless you. God bless good you. Good morning. Good morning. Tuesday, Yvonne. Good morning to you. How are you? Okay, I am doing well. Thanks so much for asking. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much. Good morning, Tarina. Is the finisher? This is Michael. Brother Michael. I'd like Devin. to ask continue continue prayer for my family as we plan our my sister's uh, passing yesterday and trying to get things together for her home going in New York and I've got to travel and got a lot going on <laughs> but I need need prayers please. Will do, will do. My condolences to you and the family. Thank you. Hey, good morning to. Hello, good morning, Trina. This is Moxie. Hi, everybody. Happy Traffic Tuesday. Good morning, um, Trina. Go ahead. Yeah, good. Good morning. I was just also wanted to um, add my daughter to the prayer list. Also, I would love for us to keep her lifted. Her name is um, Shermia Campbell. Holy Spirit knows when I want us to lift her up. How you spell her name? Her, it's spelled S H. We just say Mia. We're going to say Mia. <laughs> Mia. Mia. Okay. Yeah. Mia Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Clear. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Anyone else just join the call? Want to say good morning? You know what? Back to me. I want to be Pacific. She's been feeling attacked left and right. So I want us just to pray, you know, that. We have the Holy Spirit put on your heart, but she just been been attacked. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Top of the morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Sabrina. I would like to put in a prayer request for my family. I just lost a little cousin, Jabrina. So can you keep Netta and family in prayer? Time to deal with grief and happy blessed new year, everybody. Okay, got it, Sister Sabrina. Thank you. Have a blessed day, Queen. And, okay, who else was that was trying to say good morning? Oh, Shining Sheena. Good morning, everybody. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. Yes, happy Triumph for Tuesday. I do have a prayer request for my brother, DeAndre. Okay, what was your name again? Shining Sheena. Shining Sheena. Okay. And my prayer request for my brother, DeAndre, D-A-N-D-R-E-I. Okay. Just that God would strengthen him during this time. Okay. You got it. Thank you. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. I'm having a, a problem with, I can't say his name, but um, can you please keep me strong and please pray for me? Okay, I got it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so scared. Thank you. I appreciate You're welcome. it. welcome. I also want to uh, remind everyone, please put your um, prayer request in in the app on declarevictory.org. Again, please put in your prayer request through the app, declarevictory.org. We really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Good morning, Sister Tarina and family. This is Prosperous. Good morning. Have a blessed day, everyone. You too. Good morning. And one other thing. Um, go ahead. Go this ahead. is wonderful. This is wonderful, Wanda. Good morning, wonderful Wanda. Wanda. Good morning to you. Okay, Moxie. Yes, I do apologize because I know better. But um, Sonia, um, her her dad is having surgery this morning. He should be already in surgery. Can we just please keep him lifted and um, Sonia lifted also? Oh, okay. And her dad is in surgery. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. His name is Mr. Robert. Yeah. Right. Okay. All righty. Good That's morning, Trina. Have a triumphant Tuesday. I'm sorry to add to the list. I just found out um, one of my spiritual moms, her um, the service for her husband, I asked for prayer for the Manning family a couple days ago, but the service is today. And I'm just asking that you lift the Manning family, M-A-N-N-I-N-G, um, up in prayer along with us because it's a heavy hitter. Um, my husband and I will be attending the service and I don't do service as well, but I'm going to go to support because she's always supported me. Okay. Sorry. 
Okay. My condolence to you all. Okay. I pray that I get all these prayer requests correctly. Please forgive me in advance if I don't. Okay, let's get started. I need everyone, please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Again, check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Tarina DeFinishin, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip your walk with Christ. I hear somebody's phone is off mute. Please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. I do really appreciate it. Thank you. Make sure to join us during the month of January, where a monthly theme is entitled Repentance. Each declare will focus on the necessity and value of lifestyle of repentance and its impact on the advancement of the kingdom of God. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today, TNT Bible study tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teachings from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. I do have one prayer, um, prayer request submitted by the app, and that is from Barbara Cockrell. She's asking for prayer for traveling grace for us that are traveling to California for the gala that's going to be happening on this Saturday. I need everyone, whoever that is, please put your phone on mute. Okay, we do have spoken prayer requests. And that's from um, Brother Michael. Continue prayer for him and his family. His um, sister had transitioned yesterday morning. Also, the next prayer request is from Moxie. Lift up her daughter Mia in prayer. Um, She's been attacked. We pray for that. Also, lift up Sister Sabrina, lost her cousin. Praying for the Nada family. And also, uh, the next prayer request is from Shina Sheena. Pray for her brother, DeAndre, strength him for strength during this time. We're lifting up Susie in prayer. we also lifting up um, Sonia. Her dad is having surgery this morning, Mr. Roberts. We're praying for successful surgery. Um, we also pray for Sonia also. Also, the last one is can from... Me? Um, can you hear me? I hate to bother you. Yes, I can hear you, Susie. My husband... Let me finish. No, my, Go my, it, It's going bad. Um, my, it, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Go ahead, Tarina. And the last one is from um, Rochelle. We're lifting her up. We also lifting the Manny family uh, in prayer as um, the service is today. The order of the card is prayer and corporate praise is Denise. Declaration is Jaredine. 
Then we go right in close to comments, hosted by the Claire. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Denise. And the declaration is Jaredine. Then we go right in close to comments, hosted by the Claire. The scripture for today is from Matthew 3, 8. Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we actually put your phones on mute until the sort come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer word, Denise. Everyone, please have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus love you, and so do I. Torina, sorry for the um, There is an error on the schedule. Prayer is by Mother Geraldine, and declaration is by Joyful Jacqueline, uh, Joyful Jacqueline this morning. Thank you so much. Got you, my love. Right here. Praise God. Our prayer list is very long on this morning. And um, I want, for those who are being attacked by the enemy, we're going to read Psalms 56. How many of you all know that repentance is necessary? Be gracious to me, O God. If you can, take a moment and see if your line is on mute, so that way we don't have any noise in the background. Thank you. Because I am constantly pressured by enemies from all sides. Every day they think a new way to oppose me. They are proud to fight against me. Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust you. Sister Susie Romack, on today, trust God. Sister Naya, trust God. I'll feed on your holy word and praise you, then my tears will subside. After all, what can humans do to me? If God be for you, who can be against you? No one. They cannot touch my soul. No matter what I say, people twist my words. They're out to do me evil. They watch every move I make, waiting for the chance to destroy me. Oh, Lord, don't let them get away with it. In uh, fairness, stop these people from spying on me. Punish them, oh God. You know how troubled I am because you have collected all my tears in a bottle. You have written record of them. When I call on you, my enemies will turn back from doing evil against me. I know this because you're on my side. Oh God, I take you at your word and praise you for keeping it. I trust you and try not to be afraid because I know that no one can harm me when you are with me. I have vowed to serve you and I am thankful for what you have done. Everyone, if you would, at this moment, we need to pray on today. Our list is long, so let us start out. Oh, merciful Father, 
Heavenly Father, we come to you right now. Father God, we have a list that's long. We have death on every side. Some have, are being persecuted for the sake of the gospel. Praying for Brother Michael on this morning, God. For his sister that he lost and the traveling mercies. Father, I thank you on this morning. Death is all around us. And for the grieving family, the Manning family on this morning, you said absent from the body, present with the Lord. And earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal on this morning. I'm asking you, God, as these people are being attacked, just as David ran from cave to cave. I'm praying that you would grab hold of these people and let them know, shake them out of their stupor. Oh, God, on this morning, have your way. Jesus, we thank you for the light and the awesomeness of your love on this morning. We thank you, God, there's no weapon that is formed against your people shall prosper. And every lying tongue that will try to exalt itself up against the knowledge of Christ, it will be condemned and found and even shown in the wrong. God have mercy. I'm praying this morning, God, as I walk the floor in this room on this morning, God, as I prepare the way, Heavenly Father, have your way. Praying for Sabrina, for um, Nettie's family, in the loss of Jabrina on this morning. I'm praying for Shining uh, Shanae, for DeAndre, strength like none other. God, I'm asking you that these people will come to know you in the pardoning of their sins, God that they will come to trust you, God. So on this morning, as we are repenting, we're asking you, oh God, to touch us. Open our eyes, God. We're asking that you would heal our heart from any brokenness on today. God, give us strength to climb the mountain that is in front of us. As we stretch our hands to thee, God, no other help that we know. I'm asking that you're looking on the, on the Vaughn family as they have lost Arnett, such a mighty woman of God, beautiful woman of God on this morning, God. We know that death is all around. And so therefore we stay humble before you, oh God. We submit our ways in the name of Jesus. And God, I'm asking each and every one that is on the line this morning, if you are being attacked, if you are being accused falsely, if you have been given given uh, notice that you have to leave the place that you're living, 
on this morning, I'm asking each and every one of you all to come on into this room, get on the line, and begin to pray for yourself. Open your mouth and beg to God, help me, God, I need your help. So on this morning, unmute your lines, and let's go and let God have his way on this morning. I thank you on this morning,
Even in our weakest hours, God, we know that you will give us strength. Oh, God, I know you can do it. And as the woman prepared to grace the floor on this morning, God, let your oil flow today. Let the words of a mouth and the meditation of a heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Whose report are you going to believe on this morning, saints of God? Whose report are you going to believe? Tell the devil, shut up. I'm not going that way. I'm going in the way I know God promised you that he'll be right there. So you tell Satan, back down. Get under my feet where you belong. Everyone that's dealing with something, even if you're fighting right now, that battle is not yours, Sister Susie. It is the Lord's. Run, run, run to safety. God bless you on this morning as I prepare to pass the call to our speaker on this morning. Woman of God, have your way. Let the Lord use you on today in repentance. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. And thank you, saints. Put your phones back on mute as we transfer over to our speaker of the hour. God bless you on today. Amen. Amen and bless the Lord. The Bible says, let the fire on the altar. It tells us not to let the fire go out. It is an honor to go before him, to come together with each of you for those things that you have placed before the Lord the things that we have said, the things we typed and placed in the app, and even those things that we have simply considered in our heart. I speak encouragement to each of us today to continue to do the one thing he told us to do, and that is to believe. Believe. The thing that you've asked for, the thing that you've spoken and said you had need of, believe in the one who created you, believe in the one who sent his only son for us, who caught and allowed him to die, the one, the son who agreed to die on our behalf, the words he said to Jairus in the moment of the bad news, only believe. It's not the striving or the toiling, it's in our believing. So we thank God this morning for the greeting. We thank God this morning for the prayer and for the intercession. I thank him for his presence here on this call, wherever each of us may be found, geographically, emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever state, Literally, that you're in, may the God of heaven that created you and created me make himself known to us this day. And the thing that you asked him for, believe. Believe. When you pray, believe. We don't pray after we say amen. We believe before we pray. 
So I pray for our belief this morning that we would strengthen ourselves and our inner man. May faith be increased even on this call. He sent the word and it healed them. So, Father, we thank you this morning for your word. For as the rain and the snow falls from heaven and does not return there, you said the same would be with your word that's, that you send from your mouth. When it comes forth from your mouth, it accomplishes what you send it to do. It does not return to you void. And when it gets to where you send it, it does in that place what you send it to do there. Same word, different place, different application. So we thank you, Father, that we are prepared to receive your word. We are encouraged by your word. Thank you for remembering us today. Every need on this call, Lord God, I thank you that you are well able. We're not guessing. We're not wondering. Oh, no, we're believing. And we thank you in advance for doing it. You're worthy, Lord God, to receive glory, praise, and honor. And so we receive this morning. Thank you for faith. Thank you for giving us what we need to please you. See our faith this morning. And God, I thank you that you're responding. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Sometimes we can be concerned with the program and miss what he's doing. If you've ever talked to someone that had a need, they were hungry or they were cold, and even though the information you want to present to them is great, you spent a lot of time and maybe even spent money, but their ability to receive what you have is delayed as a result of the imminent need that they're dealing with. So take the time to find out what is the need before I proceed, what is the need that's before me? And meet the need. Ask for wisdom. Ask God in that moment, what should I be doing right now? Maybe it's not time to sing the song. Maybe it's not time to share the text message. Maybe it's not time to continue in the meeting. Maybe it's time I do whatever it is that you would have me do. His agenda, not ours. Not our program, not our intended, our, our intentions, because he does have permission, I pray, in each of your lives to come in and to shift it. Bless the Lord. Oh, we thank him and we honor him this morning. He saw fit to allow us to see this Tuesday. January the 9th, 2024, and for that, I thank him. Mm -hmm. We are continuing today with the theme, repentance as a lifestyle. Repentance as a lifestyle. And for those who may be calling for the first time ever, the first time this month, regular callers to all of us, I want to say to us, repentance is a responsibility. Repentance is a responsibility. In preparation for today, I, as soon as I heard the theme, I, for some reason, and I talked to God about this on my commute this morning, 
I thought about Abigail. And Abigail is one of David's wives, but at the time, she was not his wife. It was a story that's found in 1 Samuel, the 25th chapter. And I thought, this is interesting, but I know, I know what happened. I heard the theme, and I thought of the story of Abigail. And I'm thinking about, I asked Holy Spirit, so what, what, is, what does that mean? How does that apply? I didn't have a reason to think about her. I wasn't manufacturing, but this what this is what came to my mind as I thought about repentance. I didn't see repentance as a lifestyle. I just had the word repentance and I thought of Abigail. Well, in first Samuel chapter 25, we are introduced to Abigail and her husband and the foolish act of this man. If you've not read it, uh, take a read. If you have read it, you're familiar but verse 1 in chapter 25, now Samuel died, he was a prophet, and all Israel gathered for his funeral. They buried him at his house in Ramah. Then David moved down to the wilderness of Maon. There was a wealthy man from Maon who owned property near the town of Carmel. And it tells us many of the things that he owned, sheep and goats and how many. And it was the time of shearing sheep. The man's name, we learn, is Nabal, N-A-B as in boy, A-L. And his wife, Abigail, was a sensible and beautiful woman, but Nabal, a descendant of Caleb, was crude and mean in all his dealings. The prophet Samuel has died. David gets up and moves to the wilderness, and it sets him up and positions him to meet this couple, this people, this family. When David heard about this man and he was shearing his sheep, he sent 10 of his young men to Carmel with this message for Nabal, peace and prosperity to you, your family, and everything you own. I am told that it is sheep shearing time. While your shepherds stayed among us near Carmel, we never harmed them and nothing was ever stolen from them. Ask your own men and they will tell you this is true. So would you be kind to us since we have come at a time of celebration? Please share any provisions you might have on hand with us and with your friend David. David's young men gave this message to Nabal in David's name and they waited for a reply. I imagine the messengers, David's servants, anticipated what the response would be as a result of who's sending it, what it said, how he was treated with dignity, how he was greeted in the letter. But this is the response of this man that the Bible says was crude and mean in all his dealings. Who is this fellow David? Nabal sneered to the young men. Who does this son of Jesse think he is? Oh, so it's not that you don't know who he is. You don't. You actually know him and you know who his father is. Okay. There are lots of servants these days who run away from their masters. Should I take my bread and my water and my meat that I've slaughtered for my shearers and give it to a band of outlaws who come from who knows where? Crude and mean in all his dealings. So David's young men returned and told him what Nabal had said. Get your swords, was David's reply as he strapped on his own. 
captain, 400 men started off with David and 200 remained behind to guard the equipment. I'm talking about repentance as a responsibility. What does Abigail have to do with this? I've only said her name once. I've told you who she is. She's the wife of this man who's crude and mean in all his dealings. She was sensible and a beautiful woman. But meanwhile, verse 14, 1 Samuel 25, one of Nabal's servants went to Abigail and told her, David sent messengers from the wilderness to greet our master, but he screamed insults at them. These men have been so very good to us, and we never suffered any harm from them. Nothing was stolen from us the whole time they were with us. He continues and explains this. Verse 18, Abigail wasted no time. She quickly gathered 200 loaves of bread, two wineskins full of wine, five sheep that had been slaughtered, nearly a bushel of toasted grain, and it continues. And she says to the servants, go ahead, I will follow you shortly. But she didn't tell her husband, Nabal, what she was doing. As she was riding her donkey into, mount, into a mountain ravine, she saw David and his men coming toward her. David had just been saying a lot of good it did to help this fellow. We protected his flocks in the wilderness and nothing he owned was lost or stolen, but he has repaid me evil for good. May God strike me or kill me if even one man of his household is still alive tomorrow morning. This sensible woman, Abigail. When Abigail saw David, she quickly got off her donkey and bowed low before him. She fell at his feet and said, I accept all blame in this matter, my Lord. Please listen to what I have to say. I know Nabal is a wicked and ill-tempered man. Please don't pay any attention to him. He is a fool, just as his name suggests. But I never even saw the young man you sent. Now, my Lord, as surely as the Lord lives and you yourself live, since the Lord has kept you from murdering and taking vengeance into your own hands, let all your enemies, <clears throat> excuse me, and those who try to harm you be cursed as Nabal is. And here is a present that I, your servant, have brought to you and your young men. Please forgive me if I have offended you in any way. The Lord will surely reward you with a lasting dynasty, for you are fighting the Lord's battles, and you have not done wrong throughout your entire life. Even when you, have ch even when you are chased by those who seek to kill you, your life is safe in the care of the Lord, your God, secure in his treasure pouch. She continues reading, continues speaking to David. Verse 32, David replies to her. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you to meet me today. Thank God for your good sense. Bless you for keeping me from murder and from carrying out vengeance with my own hands. For I swear by the Lord, the God of Israel, who has kept me from hurting you, that if you had not hurried out to meet me, not one of Nabal's men would still be alive tomorrow morning. Then he accepted her present and told her, return home in peace. I have heard what you said. We will not kill your husband. I wondered about the ability to repent on behalf of others. What if somebody has gotten in between a punishment that was coming your way and they heard about it or they saw your 
foolish dealings and they began to repent on your behalf. We might think that repentance is just for us, but she, or was this forgiveness? Well, what was this? I told you when I heard the word repentance, I heard Abigail. My God, what does this mean? But she intervened and she spoke up against the poor decision of someone else and it was received. Repentance. Repentance, repentance, repentance. Repentance is our response ability. And I'm saying two words, responsibility, but our response ability. Response or the response is an answerable or accountable as for something with one's own power, control, or management. What is your response? I'm waiting for your response. I'm waiting for your reply. What is your response? Answerable or accountable, to be responsible. The ability, ability is defined as power or capacity to do or act physically, mentally, legally, morally, financially. Let's go on and add spiritually. What is our responsibility as it relates to repentance? I saw my granddaughter on a video chat recently, and as I watched her, she began to do something that I once had the ability to do. She took one of her legs and as she stretched it, beginning to place it behind her head. And I thought, oh, let me not make this about me and tell her how I used to be able to do that. But I spoke to her about her ability to do it and how amazing that was. And then I told her, I remember when I was able to do that. Why am I no longer able to put my leg behind my head? What does that have to do with repentance? Well, what has caused us or what can affect us to respond with repentance? Has our muscle memory, have our, have our joints, our tendons, when they become tight, when we grow older, our ability, our agility changes. And so my ability to do that is far different. Can I stretch and get in shape and likely be able to do it? I could. So for repentance, what about us? What is affecting our agility, our ability to extend repentance, to ask for repentance, to live a lifestyle of repentance? Repentance means to about turn or turn around. One of the commands in the military is an about face about face. So you're facing forward. About means about face means to turn the other way. 180 degrees, turn the other way. If I'm looking at you face to face to about face means you're now going to see the back of my head. It means 180 degrees, not 360. We're accustomed to saying that he made a, a 360. You know, that means he came back to exactly where he started. But for repentance, we want to, we don't want to go back. We don't want to, if here is where I am and where I am is where I shouldn't be, then I don't want to come back to the place I'm not. Is that not what was said to the children of Israel when they were going around the mountain? The word came to them and said, stop. You've gone around this mountain long enough. Stop and go northward. You can continue to go in circles and, and you're moving. Oh, you have the ability to move, but you're not going the right way. So I want you to stop. Now go this way. About face. Turn around. 
to turn to God from whatever is taking his place or distracting us from him. Whatever is distracting us, oh, yeah, whatever is distracting us. It's not a religious term where, oh, you're being too deep or too serious. I got to repent because what the things I'm distracted from, well, you might need to repent from it. Watching, to, in, indulging in fill in the blank. What, what's your thing? You might think you need discipline and you do, but I need to repent. I need to turn away. I need to turn back. I need to do an about face from this activity that I have been participating in because I have found it to be a distraction. It's distracting me from God. I want to tell us some rewards of repentance. Repentance is a response ability. How I should respond. This is, I have the ability to respond the right way. I have the ability to respond the right way. And repentance is a lifestyle. We may gravitate to things that we like or understand, thinking of maybe a lifestyle magazine and what kinds of things are going to be found in it, fashion, entertainment, travel, health, savings, investment, a variety of things. Would repentance make your book, your magazine layout, would that be included in your thing to ensure that while I'm doing this and doing that, after all, Matthew 6 and 33 tells us to Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all of these things will be added. Do you want the vacation only, the finances only, or do we want to live and pursue the kingdom and his righteousness? If we do it the way he said, then those things will be added and we'll be able to enjoy them. For the blessing of the Lord maketh one rich and adds no sorrow. Repentance is a responsibility. It should be a part of your lifestyle magazine. Is it in there? When you flip through the pages, let's go back. Do you have any examples of repentance this week? Maybe you didn't text it so you don't have an electronic record. Maybe you didn't email it or did you say it? Have you prayed it? Have you missed an opportunity to repent? To come away from something that was distracting you? Or even to pray for someone else that they might be led to repentance. I want to tell you all, and then we're going to get to the rewards. In my conversation this morning, I was reminded of Deuteronomy 30 and 19. The New Living Translation says, today I have given you the choice between life and death between blessings and and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. Abigail noticed something about her husband and she heard the words of the man of God, David, and what would happen to him and his household, she chose life. And not only did he get to live, but so did she and all of those young men who had not done anything wrong. 
But he says, I've called heaven and earth to record, to be my witness. It's like taking a video camera or, and we're going to record something, a ring camera, something that I have, I'm capturing the video. I want to have evidence or proof of what's happening. He says, I've called heaven. Come on, think about it. Heaven as you know it. Earth as you know it and can define it. He says, I've called them to be a witness. And it's observing what you're doing today. And I'm going to give you some choices. Then he tells you which of the two, I'm placing blessings and cursings, life and death. And I'm going to tell you which one to choose. Choose life. This is a part of our lifestyle for the believer to repent, to turn around, about face, turn to God from whatever is taking his place or distracting us. The spirit of repentance brings restoration. These notes were found by a minister in Ontario, recorded online over 20 years ago. This word in Greek means to recover, renew, to bring back to a better state. It speaks about something broken, not right, or defective. How do I know if I need to repent from that? Have you ever been thinking, I don't know if I need to repent? Well, before you continue the conversation with yourself, let me suggest you invite Holy Spirit into that space. Don't diminish it and think, I don't, it don't, it's not, it don't take all that. It's, I don't, this is too deep. It, it just very well might be. Because if we're not doing it regularly or considering if this was something that was a candidate for repentance, then I might have missed it. This is not a one and done thing. We are, our, our flesh, the Bible tells us that in it, there is no good thing. And we speak through the flesh at times. We're not always governed by the Holy Spirit as we should. He's there to lead us, but sometimes it's us. That's our, that's our thinking flesh that's speaking and saying something. I need to repent from that. I may need to repent from that. I may need to ask them to forgive me for that. Bring it back to the original state. How should I have said that? To make better than the original. The, the, the dictionary definition of repentance, to bring back to the original state, excuse me, the biblical definition of repentance, to make, to make better than the original. Again, the dictionary definition of repentance, to bring back to the original state, the biblical definition of repentance, to make better than the original. We see that with Adam, and we see that with Jesus. Bless your name, Lord God. Hallelujah. We weren't, we weren't restored to Adam, but better than the first man that was born. Well, that was created because he actually wasn't born. Jesus is the one that was born through a virgin named Mary. Mm-hmm to make better than the original. The new covenant that he made was better than the first. Hinging upon the love of God through his son, Jesus, not the laws. Jesus who came not for the law to be done away with, but to fulfill the law. 
and then to extend grace and to teach us how to walk this thing as he did. And we can. Repentance brings refreshing. It allows time of refreshing to come into our lives. Refreshing is the Greek medical term meaning to heal as a result of being exposed to air. Come on, Holy Spirit. Thank you. To heal as a result of being exposed to air. If any of you have ever been had any deliverance training, been a part of a deliverance service, then you know that there's often there's talk of take a deep breath, the pneuma, take a breath, take a breath and let it out. Expose it. What we don't reveal, we can't heal. Reveal it. Repentance brings refreshing, not just that deep breath like, I finally made it. I'm off of work or I've made it to my vacation destination or it finally worked out or it's finally over. Those might be considered refreshing moments. But to heal as a result of being exposed to air. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Repentance brings restoration. The spirit of repentance brings restoration. And this word in the Greek means to recover, renew, to bring back to a better state. Again, it speaks about something broken, not right, defective. But when we go back to the potter's wheel, come on, get to the potter's house and go back and allow him to put you on the wheel. I know you've made some improvements. I know you've gotten some credentials along the way, some qualifications, and you're even helping other people to do it. But come on and get back on the wheel and allow him to shape some things and mold some things and get a little bit of this off and a little bit of that off. And he's so patient and he's so gentle. He doesn't do it all at one time. He actually wouldn't be able to handle it, but he knows. And to think that you don't need it, it's incomplete. It's not right. Yeah, get back on the wheel. It brings restoration. It brings restoration. Repentance also brings revival. Second Corinthians 7, verses 8 and 11, For even if I made you sorry with my letter, I do not regret it. Though I did regret it, for I perceived that the same epistle made you sorry, though only for a while. Now I rejoice, not that you were made sorry, but that your sorrow, hallelujah, led to repentance. Sometimes we have to tell people things, and it's a hard truth. But when it leads to godly sorrow that leads to repentance, continuing with the scripture, for you were made sorry in a godly manner that you might suffer loss from us in nothing. Verse 10, for godly sorrow produces repentance, leading to salvation, not to be regretted. But the sorrow of the world produces death. For observe this very thing that you sorrowed in a godly manner, what diligence it produced in you, what clearing of yourselves, what indignation, what fear, what vehement desire, what zeal, what vindication in all things you proved yourselves to be clear in this matter. The writer goes on, who's sharing these notes. The context was the first epistle to the Corinthian church where Paul addressed a number of issues regarding sin and their response to it. Repentance is our response ability. 
the amazing thing is this, the writer continues, one, they did not realize their depths of sin. Remember, God is not a respecter of persons. We, however, like to have scales for sin. This sin doesn't weigh as much as that one. That, that is not God. They didn't realize the depth of their sin. To God, sin is sin. A second point, they thought the real they thought that real love ignored sin and its consequence. How many of us might be personally or know someone that thinks because God loves us, he's ignoring sin and the consequence? Or have we done that? And if we have, we, we got to correct that. We got to correct that. Lastly and thirdly, sin in our lives can ruin more than those involved. The letter had brought about a repentant spirit resulting in a fruit of zealousness for the Lord. The amazing thing is that we can be so blind to these things on our, in our own lives and, have, and not have a repentant spirit. But repentance brings about revival. And revival is an awakening of men to their spiritual concerns. Sometimes revival, uh, as a little girl, they were scheduled and it seems like there was a spring and a fall revival. Like we could only have them at two times of the year and people came from different places and good things happened at the revival. Let me not suggest that. But I don't want us to think that these are calendar events and they're scheduled according to the weather and the availability of the speaker. But repentance ought to lead to revival and awakening in your souls, in our souls. And the more we do it than those who are watching the church and how it's living its life, the bride of Christ, how is the bride doing? How's the bride doing? How's the bride looking? Is that something I want to be a part of? God, forgive us. Remind us of our ability to repent, the responsibility to repent. Come against anything that has caused our agility, our willingness, our awareness for the necessity to repent. We come against that now in the name of Jesus for repentance. It's a requirement. And thank you for what you do, bringing refreshing, restoration, and revival. I pray that we would repent, examine ourselves, and in those moments, when I said earlier, don't continue the conversation by yourself. If you're being nudged and you have an inclination that what you just said might be a little tough, might be, might be a little out of, out of line, outside of the sanctuary shekel, the sanctuary weight, the standard that God has set for his children, don't continue talking with yourself. Ask Holy Spirit. Ask him. Was that okay? I don't know. For some reason, after I walked away from talking to them, I felt, what is, what is that? Help me. Search me and, and, and try me and, and know me. See if there's anything in my heart. Help me. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I don't want to continue down this path and making more and more statements that I'm, I'm going to now have to pluck up God. Help me. Oh, and as he shows it to you, come on, in the interest of thy word, it gives light and brings understanding. Oh, oh, wow. God, I repent. I repent. I repent. 
I didn't realize that. But now that you show me, don't make repentance this this for the big things. It's for anything that has caused us to turn our back. I've gone, remember, from eye to eye to you looking at the back of my head, turn away. Repent. This is the declaration that I have with, for us today. I thank God for repentance, for our um the example that we have in the word, there are many, and may Holy Spirit, as he's ministering to each of you, even now, remembering how the call started, the needs, the prayer requests, the concerns that you have, I pray that in the midst of that, we continue to walk out our own soul's salvation and repentance ought to be on your list. Consider some things this week, maybe. It might even be today. I don't know. But have a conversation with Holy Spirit and ask him to help you regularly repent. Check it. Just just check it in. And ask him. And he will. Bless the Lord. All righty. At this time, at this time, we're going to open up the call to those who have called in maybe that didn't get to say good morning. Um, but before we do, I want to bring the men in first. Any men that are on the line, uh, if you want to say good morning and give your comments, we want to do that. And then we'll come back and let others who didn't say good morning that may want to do so at this time to do that. So for men on the line, good morning, good morning. Let's hear from you. If you have anything you want to say, good morning or comments, you're welcome at this time. Uh, good morning, Marvelous Marv here. Um, good declaration. Really enjoyed it this morning. Good morning. Any other men on the line that want to greet, say hello? All righty. Next, we're going to invite first-time callers. I'm sorry, did I hear someone? If everybody can check your phone and make sure it's muted and unmute when you're going to share at this time, if you're new to the call, if you're new to the call, first time caller or have not offered your sound this morning and want to say good morning, I invite you to do so at this time. We're saying good morning. Good morning. Uh, welcome to Declare Victory. New callers, first time callers did not get a chance to say good morning at the beginning of the call. You're welcome. Good morning. This is Mia. Um, thank you guys um, for this morning. Great prayer and um, great declaration. Beautiful. Good morning, Mia. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning, your sunshine. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning, Pastor Jackie. It's glorious, glorious. God bless you. Thank you for that declaration. Good. Good morning, Gloria. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Right. This is Catherine. Great Good morning, Catherine. Thank you. 
Good morning, Naomi. A great declaration. Thank you. Good morning. God bless you. Thank you. Good morning. This is Juanita. Awesome declaration. Good morning, Juanita. Thank you. Good morning, Miss Yvette. Good morning, Yvette. All righty. If you didn't get to say it and you want to say it again, we'll be able to do that in Love, Life, and Victory, which we're going to go into now. So this portion of the call is for us to discuss the declaration. If you have any questions, observations, comments, um, let's do it. Love, Life, and Victory. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, AP, AP, AP. Good morning. Good morning, Phil. Oh, my God. Hey, y'all know I'm dramatic when it comes to the word, but you said so much. Um, um, can you imagine in their days with the dictionary, if you look in there for inner seed, there was probably a picture of Abigail sitting there looking. <laughs> Listen, you know, <laughs> hey. like his name means fool. What his name means? He, Listen. Hey. <laughs> And how was she married to the fool, though? But it, but in the, in, in the event, can you imagine the embarrassment that she may have felt, though, when the servant came with the favor for the servant to even come and tell her what had happened instead yes. of the chaos coming directly to her door? Mm-hmm. Her whole life, probably, the ending of her life probably flashed before her, and she was like, oh, no, that's so raven. Oh, no. And and then when she caught up with David and he addressed her as with your good sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. wisdom. And, yes. and then he talked about the response ability of how she responded to the, the chaos that her husband had put before their doorstep and the accountability that she took to protect her future and little did she know that it was actually her inheritance that she was protecting she didn't know that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but just for her to be able to go and do what needs to be done sometimes we 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 try to fix things but in the midst of just just allowing the holy spirit when you you talked about the holy spirit we can't do nothing until we consult him until we allow him to be able to do what he does. Um, mm-hmm. Her husband was blinded by pride. And 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 when Dion used that word, I, you know, we look at it as because we've seen it used in one particular way. But if we really, really break that word down and look down, look what the meaning of what it really means, you'll find out we all have pride. So oh, good yes. AP, AP, you did that. I appreciate you and I love you. Love you, sis. Thank you. Anyone else? Love, life, and victory? Questions, comments, observations? Repentance is our responsibility. Hey there, AP. Hey there. This is Nicole. (laughs) Hey, Nicole. And I I was thinking about, hi, ladies (laughs) and, and gentlemen. I was thinking about the way you 
slowly said responsibility. And it's being the two words you said, responsibility. And hearing the topic being repentance and then thinking of Abigail and then diving in to see what the Holy Spirit was, how he was connecting the two. Um, I love the way you unfolded or unpacked, I guess they say now, the way you unpacked Abigail's response ability to repent for her husband. Mm -hmm. So part of me has a question as to whether that responsibility goes to the believer who is covering someone or has that responsibility or if it's the believer who simply has the response ability to cover to repent to repent on behalf of offenses not just me offending someone but me noticing an, an offense because we've all seen somebody get checked we might have laughed mm-hmm. to ourselves we might have snickered when we remembered it after the fact even but the response ability to repentance that's a whole meal that's something to feast on and probably have leftovers that was good (laughs) i appreciate that that was good amen well, I will tell you this. While I could think of several stories, um, I'll, I'll tell the one that I'll elaborate on is Jesus at the cross and what he did. Uh, but we have several accounts of people interceding on behalf of others. And even this account, this really touches me that uh, Rizpah, a concubine of Saul, when her sons were, their bodies were hanging and it was, it was illegal for anybody of the royal family for that to happen. And she understood despite what it was thought, they were still her sons, but she stood outside night and day. And if we look at the times, it's said to be about six months, she was out there beating off the buzzards and any animal that would come and try to eat, their bodies were decaying, but she did not want them. so. I see this as a, not even repentance, but like getting in between something and something else. We know that Abraham interceded for Lot and his family, but Jesus on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So the ability to respond while hanging on a cross, dying for the sins of the world. How about us saying, I see, I see some things happening, and they don't even know what they're doing. But I'm going to say, God, forgive them. Lord, have mercy. He modeled that for us. Cause them to come back to you. May they experience godly sorrow that leads to repentance. Turn them around, God, is my prayer. we have the ability to give that response. 
Yeah, the ability and the responsibility because we're intercessors. Um, That is so good. Thank you, Shale. And I think it's Nicole that brought that out. That was absolutely what I heard. Thank you, Pastor, um, for bringing that out. Um, It's amazing how we think about repentance being for us. Um, And the perfect ultimate example you just gave with Jesus interceding for us, right? And we've been called to be intercessors. So Mm -hmm. looking at repentance and Abigail repenting on behalf of her husband, who was a fool, a fool says in his heart, there is no God. How can a fool even know that he needs to repent? He doesn't because he thinks he got it all together. He's Mm -hmm. got it going Mm -hmm. on, right? Why would he, right? And looking at not even knowing the destruction that's coming to his house and what David was about to do, right? David was the anointed of God. We already know that. David had set in his heart to go and destroy all the men. He was going to do it. David was not no joke. He was a man of war. And look at what God did even after that. I believe God gives us all space to repent. And even though when you talked about it, that there are consequences for not repenting, we do have to pay a price. And so after, while while Nabal was celebrating and throwing a king's feast and was drunk Mm -hmm. and he sobered up, His wife went back to him and told him what happened. His heart was stoned, and God struck him dead 10 days later. He died anyway. All his men were saved. Everybody else was saved. She was taken as David's wife, and they lived Mm -hmm. on. But he Mm -hmm. was wiped out, right? That pride, that stony heart, that foolishness, that refusal to repent and do the right thing when we have opportunity will get us in so much trouble. And God gives us opportunity. He gives us space. He gives us window. No different than I think about all the time how he gave Jezebel space to repent. And I'm thinking yes. about, like, he talked about so many opportunities, like, with Lot. He was saying, well, well, if, you, if I find, well, Abraham, excuse me, if I find 50 men in the city, would you not destroy it? If I find 45, if I find 30, if I find 20, if I find 10, couldn't find any. There's always opportunity for repentance, for um, restoration. But that big thing there is that we can intercede on someone else's behalf, stand in the gap, repair the breach if they can't for themselves, but there still is a reckoning, a terrible reckoning. Yes, there was a reckoning. Absolutely. Thank you so much. That was really, really good. So in the meantime, keep praying for our loved ones. Keep standing in the gap. Keep preparing the breach. Keep interceding. That's what we can do. Even if they don't listen, keep doing it on their behalf. That was really good. Thank you. Yeah. It's making it. It's 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 keeping. It's it's keeping some stuff away. (laughs) Come on. Yes, it is. Yeah. Prayers of righteousness. Yes. Yes. Amen. Good morning. Hey, good morning. It's Marv again. Uh, I really thank you for the declaration today, and I thank you for really just taking the turn of going toward interceding um, on someone else's behalf. Last week, was there was something that was on my mind, and I didn't uh, come on and say anything, but, you know, it's a blessing when someone else um, intercedes on someone's behalf. Because, you know, many of us wouldn't be where we are today if it had not have been for the interceding of someone. And mm-hmm. so we just truly thank God for the ability to see the need in somebody else, um, that we would be able to stand in the gap for them. And so I just want to say thank you for the word today. And I'm getting ready to make some noise because I'm on the road right now. So have a wonderful day. 
Thank you, Marv. God bless you. Safe travels to you. And and yes, um, I, and, and your your comment makes me think about this. I've heard sometimes people say, "I had a praying grandmother. I had a praying." And maybe they they literally heard their grandmother pray, or they knew that. And to not be selfish, like what can be said about you? Can anybody ever say, or can you say of yourself that you are a praying person, whether anybody hears you or not? Because you're absolutely right. We don't call. We might not call somebody and say, "I prayed for you today," and we can. Not that we we don't. It's not a. Um, it's not bad to do that because maybe you just want them to know I had you on my mind. Um, and I pray and I pray for you. It could be a, we might be led to do that. But if we're never that person, we have we all benefit from the prayers of someone else that we might not have known. And just to make sure that we are diligent in our prayers, that we are also praying for others. Men also always pray. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's Dee Dee. I'm in the office hiding out. Don't judge me because these babies are looking through. And the door happens to be glass so they can see me sitting in here. <laughs> Lord Jesus, pray my strength. And Sebastian won't. He think I'm his anyway. Um, oh, goodness. The interceding part. Oh, my God, Brother Mark, thank you. Because as I think about just life and those who have gone on, I think about my ex-husband's mom. My ex-husband, whose birthday is today, is so funny because there's some things that he never got, some answers he never got, some apologies or even some understanding of who his father was to his mom. So that, when you were talking about Abigail, I don't know if I could see my old mother-in-law and my, both of them have passed away. My ex-husband's parents are both passed away. And it made me think about interceding on behalf of others because I know some things that some people never get, if that makes sense from ancestors mm-hmm. that, that's gone. And so even as I think about my brother, Ricky, who passed away in December, he passed away with a broken heart because of some things he didn't get, right? But him and my dad are, are, are both passed. So I can't fix that. But I think sometimes the burden weighs on me for for things for my, my dad and my, uh, you know, people who did not make, I won't say didn't repent, but some things that they fell short on, I've got that burden. And now as a mother and a grandmother, I'm trying to make sure that I'm repenting daily for things that I didn't even cause, if that makes sense. Because if we're not careful, even like I was talking about my ex-husband, now that I have his son and he's grown, some things that, you know, it's, it's interceding and a generational stuff. It just makes sense. I know I'm probably rambling, but you just gave me a whole nother way of looking at repentance on behalf of others. And I'm so glad you used Abigail because I can imagine exactly how she felt. She didn't know if she was going to be killed or what was going to happen, but she knew she had to go and fix that crazy husband, what he did. So I just yeah. thank you this morning as you were um, sharing that. I was like, all these things and faces and things that came to me for things that I didn't even have control over. There's some things that's on me that ain't even mine. So I'm mm-hmm. reporting on behalf mm-hmm. of others. I think I hope that makes sense. Thank you, sis. I love you. Yes, yes. I love you, too. Um, thank you, because, you know, whatever he's showing us, that's, and that's also, that's another lesson, whatever he, he's showing it to us. And sometimes, first and foremost, to respond, to respond to what he's showing you. Uh, Sometimes we're quick to go and tell somebody else what he showed us and try to solicit their support or enlist them to either do it or help you do it. But he showed it to you. So if he showed it to you, you can also ask him, what do you want me to do with it? But this week I was asking some individuals, what burdens you? What burdens or bothers you? 
And whatever that is, I want you to become an intercessor for that. It sounds like I hate it when, or I can't stand it when they, this, oh, this always gets, okay, those, those are the things. Because you might be thinking, I don't even really know what to pray for. There are, there are certain things that just get to us and God, it show, that's yours. You pray about the injustice in the school systems. You pray about the poor, the poor policies at your organization. You pray about the organization of blah, 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 or the teams coming together or volunteers. Pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send people to come and work. Not just fuss about how few people are volunteering, but what is he showing you and how can you take that burden, that observation, that burden that he's giving you, it's become a burden. It's not just something you saw, but it, it just keeps catching your eye. You're the one person in the room that sees it. Intercede. Pray about that. You, he showed it to you. You pray. You pray about that. Love, life, and victory. Anybody else? Hey man, you may have to excuse my noise in the background, but I just wanted to say that's a hallelujah minute at the moment right there because, you know, just to share um, in such clarity, a uh, thing that you should be able to intercede for. Thank you for that. Yes, amen. Yes. Hey, hey you know. so long. <laughs> Uh-oh, I'm sorry. There's, there's a couple people. Who, who is this? Let's see. Let's get, who's who's speaking? Gloria. Hi, Gloria. Go ahead. So I, I really appreciate this declaration today. And to think about the fact, as you were ministering, I thought about how, David had one idea. He meant to, he, in his anger, he wanted to annihilate everybody. But mm-hmm. because God is wonderful and God is sovereign, he didn't want that on David. But God already had his plan of what he was going to do, how he was going to do it. And he needed a willing vessel, and Abigail was that vessel. And, and how many times, how many of us, are standing in places that God has a plan of what he's doing, and we have to humble ourselves. And regardless of whether, you know, we feel like it's our responsibility, it's not our responsibility, it's still God's plan. And our responsibility, according to the will of God, is to do the will of God as his children. So it blessed yes. me that God, God protected David, protected Abigail and all of those, because it was God's plan for David not to get blood on his hands of innocent people and also for bringing him and Abigail, um, God God getting Nabal out of the way and God's plan for David's life to be pure and according to what God wanted. So I I appreciate it. And it, it encourages me that even in places and situations where everybody may not understand where I stand or why I stand or I still have the responsibility to intercede, to stand, to pray, and to believe God, even as I may not see it right now, but to believe him. Yeah. So yes. thank you so yes. much. Yes. Amen. He, she saved him too, right? You're absolutely right. He says that this needless bloodshed, this, there, this blemish won't be on my record. Yep. Yes. There was someone else getting ready to share as Gloria simultaneously. Who was that? Or if there's anyone else. It was Lisa. I was just saying sometimes when we have the burden of doing a thing, we can't expect um, or wait for people to go with us. Um, I had a sister-in-law who had a burden of a women's home 
and um, she loved to witness, but she was, um, for whatever reason, and sometimes it was several that got in the way, um, business plan, everything set up together. Sometimes it was fear, sometimes it was, but mostly it was that nobody would do it with her or help her. And and she had the resources, she had the the um the ability, she had God more importantly, but it never came to pass and she passed away. Um, but as long as I can remember her being my as long as I'm alive, I'm fifty seven, but as long as I remember she's been my sister in law and um it's something she had talked about in her adult life. And 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 it, she just never did it. Uh and again, for whatever reasons. But it was a burden, it was a desire. Um, and, and one of the main things I heard coming out of her mouth was always asking someone and then complaining because there was nobody to help her. But God had given her that vision, and I know for sure, and she confirmed that several times. So sometimes we got to do some things alone. Um, yes. Sometimes nobody's called to go with us to do what that burden he's given us because he's given it to us. And it might not be important to anybody else, but if it's for us, it's for us, and he'll make provision for it. I want to share Yes. That. Yeah, that's that's important for us to know um, whatever he's showing you. So we come against offense for the individual that presents their thing that God gave them to someone else who clearly knows that that's not what they're being called to do. You you might, and sometimes I think we get we get off. I might help you because you're my friend, but like this, I'm really not even into this. This isn't my thing, or it's taking me away from what I'm supposed to be doing. So we can we can measure that, but I, that's that's really sad, and it's probably it's not probably that's one example of many truths, many instances of an unfulfilled assignment because the person thought it had to be done a certain way, like with someone else, instead of just responding to the voice of the Lord. What is He telling you to do? We know when when our mama said, "What? No, you in the room doing something else." And you come out and explain, well, I was doing so-and-so, but what did I tell you to do? You're doing what they told you to do, but I want to know, what did I tell you to do? Oh, okay. That's what I'm expecting you to do. You may or may not. Sometimes you might have someone to go with you, but this might be one that I'm having you to do by yourself. Anyone else? Good morning, everyone, and to my friend Jackie, this is Camille from Maryland. Um, thank you for uh, inviting me today, uh, Jackie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, one of the thoughts I had was about um, sometimes we repent or apologize um, on behalf of our children. Uh, they don't know better, um, and mm-hmm. so they do something, and as a parent, you say, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, let me make it right. Um, and I think that that same application, that same thing can be applied to our loved ones who are not children, but they are children in Christ or they are children in their knowledge. Um, and they don't know any better. They're still on uh, milk. And so mm-hmm. just the thought that sometimes um, in our um, dealings with people or when we are in groups, you know, people don't know better. And so um, it would be our uh, responsibility um, to um, to speak on up um, because of that situation and to try to make it right um, on their behalf and to even if you have that kind of relationship with them, 
uh, to um, add some correction or um, instruction. So, thank you. Thank you. That's that's good. And I and I think you're one one really good place. You mentioned it in group settings. Someone says something. Um, and maybe I'm not in relationship with the individual that said the thing that rubbed me the wrong way. So I say it to you and you say to me, oh, she didn't mean it like that. She, she didn't mean it like that. And then you who are in relationship with the person can go back and let them know you were sharing some things earlier. And I just want you to know, while I understood what you said, uh, this is how it came off. Oh, okay. So, yes, that you're absolutely right. Anyone else? All righty. Um, there may be opportunity. I don't know if anyone wants to share about the gala for we've continued to give details and information, but I'll pause in case someone wants to, to share there. Okay. The information is readily available um, on the on Facebook, on the website. So if you have questions, make sure you go uh, and check that out. The day of is not time to be texting people and asking people where is it, what time. Let's let's be a little. We have the ability today to confirm the location, the time, and all of that. So go take a look at the resources that have already been provided, and um, if you haven't done so, then take the time to do so. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you, God, for the ability, the ability to respond by way of repentance. Thank you, God, that you would examine us and to show us things within us. Your word declares in Psalm 139, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. We thank you, Lord God, that you can show us things that are in us that offend you. It's less about what's offensive to us or what may be offending others while we can address those. But God, if there's anything that's offending you, I pray you would show it to us. And may we have the courage, God, the willingness out of our love for you to correct it that you would expose it to the air, that it would bring restoration. Thank you, God, for the rewards of, of repentance and our ability to respond in such a way. We love you and we bless you. I pray blessings upon everyone on this call, each of their families, their ministries, their sphere of influence. As they go, God, be with them and establish the very work of their hands. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, Declare Victory. God bless you. Blessings. God bless, God bless. God bless everyone. Have a blessed day. Y'all have a blessed day today. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everyone. I love you. Yeah. Yeah.